podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everybody and welcome to the Dream Team Tonic Podcast, where we talk all things Dream Team, helping you to win your mini leagues. Before we start, hit that like button, hit that subscribe and notch the bell, make sure you get notified every time a new podcast lands. If you do want more content or just to show your support for the Dream Team Tonic lads, head over to patreon.com forward slash Dream Team Tonic, uh, the link is in the description below. We offer access to an amazing Discord, exclusive articles, fixtures, live question and answers and much more all to help improve you as a dream team manager. Without further ado, I hand you over to me, Tony, for today's podcast. Enjoy, and thanks for your support. Welcome to the Dream Team Tonic podcast. I'm your host, James. Unfortunately, Tony can't be with us this week, but as usual, we have Ben. Are you there, Ben? How you doing, mate? You all right? Good, thanks. And as it's our transfer special... We have our special guest, Fergie. Are you there, Fergie? I am, James. Great to uh, great to be on again. Cool. Pleased pleased to have you, mate. Right. So we, um, as tradition, shall we start with your team, Fergie? How are you getting on? Yeah, I haven't. Hang on. I'll check. I'll check my updated uh, overall rank now. But uh, I think last time I was on, uh, I got so I was three hundred forty k at World Cup. I think last time I came on, I was about 89k or something along those lines, which I was really pleased with. And I am pleased to report, uh, following today's final, I'm now up to 31k, you know, which is nothing to yeah. shout about in terms of the overall rankings, I suppose. But I'm really, really pleased in terms of, because uh, I had an absolute nightmare pre-World Cup, but definitely pulled it back. You know, Man United in the main of uh have done me proud as much as i hate to say it they have they've done really really well <laughs> i took the plunge and went all in on them i've had like eight or nine players for um ages and they've and they've kept on going so uh yeah 31k um just in terms of my actual team i've got uh de gea in goals uh, i've got shaw and martinez i've had shaw and de gea for ages now i have got rico lewis who's a bit a bit of a weird one but i made a couple of boo-boos transfer wise a couple of weeks ago when i brought in Anthony and Wan-Bissaka um, on the weekend where Anthony got injured and Wan-Bissaka suddenly found himself dropped. So um, I decided to make a couple of changes there. And I brought in De Bruyne and Lewis was the only one I could afford. Um, Lewis hasn't scored any points, but strangely enough, if you'd have gone with kind of any other defender apart from a United defender, you'd be in minus points anyway. So Lewis is zero. It's not actually the end of the world because mm -hmm. I don't think that... City have kept a clean sheet, you know, for goodness how long, and Arsenal have been conceding in most games and things. So uh, Lewis is zero is not too bad. So I've got uh, De Bruyne, Bruno, um, Mares, who's the archetypal up and down player. He either hauls or he gets absolutely zip. And um, Saka was another nice move, and then Rashford, Haaland, and Kane. So I used all my transfers a couple of weeks ago um, due to the Anthony and Wan-Bissaka thing, which. As it happens, they've done well in the last week or two, but obviously wanted to know that. But really pleased how I'm going into next month as well with my United contingent, especially after the cup win today. 
I think they're going to be on a, on a flyer. They've they've really got got the burners up their ass, and I think they're going to really fly in March. So I'm uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited to to have what we got five Man United players and probably bring a few more in. To be honest, so yeah, okay, okay season. Have you got any transfers earmarked for the new allocation? Um, I'll definitely be looking. Um, so the. I think the two teams I'm looking at, not wanting to, to jump ahead, obviously, but the two teams I'm looking at uh, for March are Man United again. They are away to Liverpool on, on the weekend, which isn't the best game, but after that, um, they've obviously got the uh, Europa League game against Real better, which would be nice. Sandwiched in between that is a, a Southampton game, and after that, uh, Brighton, Newcastle, Brentford, and even even going into April then as well is pretty good. So I quite like United. Um, Dallo and, and Wan-Bissaka maybe Varane, maybe Casemiro, those sorts of players potentially even Anthony again um, and Arsenal have uh, drawn uh, uh, sport in Lisbon they've got really good fi- good Premier League fixtures as well going into March home to Bournemouth, um, away to Fulham home to Palace, home to Leeds with that sport, those sporting fixtures in between so they're definitely the two teams I'm looking at, I've already got I think six in total from those teams um, I've got a few City players as well who do have a tough opening weekend, uh, home to Newcastle and then a blank at the moment midweek. Um, but they're the teams at the moment I'm looking at. Liverpool obviously are very likely to go out of the Champions League, so I'm not interested in any of their players. So yeah, Arsenal and United, I think for me are my teams to target in March. Mm, okay, cool. Um, just a quick update on Tony's team. He got uh, 38 points this week in his podcast team. Uh, Ben, how did you get on? Um, 51 points so far. Um, I've got four United at the back. I've got De Gea for four points, Shaw 10, Martinez 7, Wambasaka 8 off the bench. Uh, Fernandez got three. Then I got Mares blanked, come on for a couple of minutes, but usually rested for the Champions League, isn't he? <laughs> when it comes to this part of the season. Um, so happy to keep him for now. Um, De Bruyne blanked, uh, blanked. He didn't play. Um, Saka, nil point. Didn't think it. it uh, he got a goal chalked off, didn't he? he did for offside. Um, oh, I brought Saka in this week as well. I had Ake, and I was on Thursday night. I was like, do I just keep Ake because I don't fixtures Bournemouth and and um, Bournemouth and Bristol City, or do I go Saka because he's on fire? So I decided just to wait a little bit longer. I didn't go for the price rise. Didn't need to. I think I got had quite a bit of money in the bank, so ended up getting to Saturday. And then when I saw that Saka was in the lineup, I just thought well, I've got to get him in because I, I just feel he's on fire at the minute. <laughs> and he goes and blanks. But yeah, and but Aki didn't get a clean sheet again. So yeah, three, three points he got though for a seven rating. So not too too bad at the minute. Um, Rashford three points. Harland eight. Kane eight. So this team is now 9k overall. Um it's gone up 6k. My best team is 357th now. Nice. So 60 points off the top 100. Cool. Nice one. So my team is exact is identical to yours apart from one one change. I I did the Saka move on Thursday for mm, uh, yeah, for for price swings. Um but I, I, because I had a couple of transfers left, I decided in my wisdom, 
when I saw the United lineup to switch Wambasaka to Dallo. And my reasoning behind that was um, uh, I thought Dallo had a potentially a higher ceiling. Um, and if you look at his stats um, before his injury, um, he was getting some decent hauls. Whereas Wambasaka, you're pretty much um, you're not going to get you're, you're just you're just looking at bonus and clean sheet points. Very unlikely to get a goal or an assist. So, so that was my thinking. That cost me. Four points, I think. So I would have been on, would have would have had exactly the same as you, Ben. So I won't run through my team. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm now sort of thinking that move wasn't as wise as it could have been. But we'll see, we'll see how that pans out. I do think Dallo has a higher ceiling, but um, I'm yeah. sure yeah. Wan is going to get plenty of minutes. Yeah. So I don't think he's a bad shout at all. It's just that I had transfers to burn. Cool. Okay. Um, on to the listener questions then. Um, what I've done is I've I've wrapped up. We had a lot of questions about um, defensive blocks, whether we should go with a mixture of defenders, etc. Um, so what I've done is I've grouped those all in, into into one sort of theme. Um, we had questions from Ash, Mav, Wadey, and NC. They all asked similar questions. So rather than read them all out and repeat ourselves, um, I've gone for the catch-all question of best block for March or should we go for a mixture of defenders? What do you think, Fergie? Yeah, I'm looking at, like, so, I never thought I'd say it, but I think City defence looks to be in a void for a couple of reasons. One, you don't know who's going to play. And two, they just keep conceding. They just, <laughs> uh, you know, they just keep conceding every game. They, they make some horrible mistakes. Like, the amount of times this season they've been caught tippy tapping around the back or uh, you know their 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 false centre back or wherever they play has stepped out and they found a gap like Ollie Watkins did the other day for Villa and things. It's just unbelievable. So I think City for me are in a void. They also have some toughish games and a couple of blanks in March as well. So I won't be going for that. I won't go for Liverpool either because they just can't defend this season. Chelsea can't defend this season. Um which which seems astonishing to say because they're the three the three go-to defences for the last however many seasons of Dream Team, haven't they? I think the ones I'm looking at, looking at United earlier, I still think they're pretty good. I think, you know, I think, I think they've got some really good options. Um, I like the fact they've got lots of fixtures because for me it does mean that um, Dallow and Wan-Bissaka will probably get some uh, bench clean sheet points as well. So I, I'm definitely looking to bring in probably one or, or even a um, couple of those like, like because they're playing every three days, you're definitely gonna get one of them, and you may get two. Um, you know, I, I I'm still not convinced them defensively, but I think with the you know the fixtures they've got, um, I think it's I think it's pretty good. Um, and and Arsenal again, who have I think they've only kept one clean sheet in the last four in the league. It's just so many goals this season, isn't there? Um, so you know, um, Saliba, Gabriel, Zinchenko, maybe a, you know, maybe White, maybe Ramsdale. You know, as everyone knows, I'm a, I'm a I'm a quantity of fixtures person. That's the first thing I look for, and then look look on top of that for the kind of quality of fixtures, and they're the other two that stand out. So, in summary, I think that those who are on Man United defense, I would probably look to hold them. 
um, see how they go. Then you've got the option of going to other United defenders, going to Arsenal. I know there's quite a lot of people who've got Newcastle defenders. I would I would personally be moving off those um, first game back away to Man City. No double either. Um, I just be, I I just be coming off. You know, I know I, I know they've been magnificent this season, and they have. It may have just caught up with them a little bit. They're not in any caps and all this stuff. So I get rid of those personally. So I would I would probably look to split between maybe Arsenal and Man United. You could chuck in some rogue West Ham one for some you know uh, potential clean sheets. You know I think they got is it AEK. Is that Athens, I'm assuming, is it? Um, in the Europa League, uh, starting in a couple of weeks' time. So maybe then, but yeah, I yeah. think United and Arsenal are the two. Get you know, are the two I'd go for. I would probably also go only three at the back, though. I would say, or because there's just just a massive lack of clean sheets this season. Yeah, yeah. The, I think the only reason West Ham are in the conversation is because they've got seven fixtures this month. But exactly. Would take a brave man to go there, I think. <laughs> when you've got United and uh, Arsenal options, what what do um, you think, Ben? Yeah, just uh, quickly that AEK uh, fixtures. Um, it's Larnaca from Cyprus, so it's even better. Oh, even better! Oh. Yeah, mm. yeah. Okay. Uh, Fergie covered that brilliantly. Uh, definitely, um, Man United. If you've got them, stay on them. Um, I've I'm pretty much all Man United. Um, uh, Arsenal, well, like I pointed out last week, um, they've got very good fixtures coming up. And like Fergie said, they haven't been very good defensively lately, but the fixtures are so good that they could go on a good run of clean sheets now. They've just started with a clean sheet this weekend as well against Leicester. Um, they've got their full strength defence now as well, with Zinchenko starting to play a lot a lot of games now. Um, City definitely avoid now. I think they've got five possible games in March. Um, I think they should beat Bristol City, so it should be five games. Um, yeah. Um, Trent, maybe, if you want a bit of a wild card pick, but the Liverpool fixtures are not as good as, as Man United's and Arsenal's. So, yeah. Chelsea's fixtures are okay, but I'd only pick one, maybe James, but it's they're not they're not very solid, are they? Chelsea at the moment, they're looking awful. Uh, you you must have watched the game today, Fergie. Yes, um, I did. Yeah. Yeah. How did they look? I didn't watch the game. They're just, just the same as they always look. Just, just, just really underwhelming. I think mm. you know, and like Spurs have improved, especially at home. I went down last week to watch Spurs and West Ham, and they were they were okay, but Spurs are not at, you know exactly firing on all cylinders either, and they. You know they won. I wouldn't say comfortably, but a two 0 win either way is a you know is a pretty comfortable win. So I just, I just not, I just can't get interested with them. You yeah. know, and you know they might might keep a clean sheet against Leeds. I, I, I don't know, but um, Leicester, I fancy Leicester to score against them. Uh, Madison will, will likely be back as well. I think they'll concede in Champions League. I, I just, I just can't. Can't get excited for them, and and again, it's a similar thing. Is I wouldn't really know who to choose because everyone's been saying like Badia Shields, name you know, nailed for the Premier League, but yeah, didn't play today. So like Silver is the only one who's probably nailed, mm. and he went off injured today. So you yeah. just don't even know who's going to play really. And I just uh, avoid. Fafana came on, didn't he? Instead of Badia Shield, yeah. Um, yes, 
yeah, James didn't play last week either, did he? He got rested. So he got rested. A, I don't, I don't, I don't know how bad is this. This is how much I haven't looked at this year. I don't even know how much Reese James is, but I'm assuming he's not. not he's very cheap. dear, 5.7. So, yeah, because you don't really want a player that's going to get rotated at 5.7. Like like we were saying before, Man City defenders, if you've got one at 3.5 or something, it's not too bad, like Aki. But you don't, there's so many better defenders at the moment, especially with Arsenal now having these fixtures. There's better options of other places. He's got he's got 58 points for the season. Mm. I know he's been injured for part of yeah. it, but not all of it. It's just mm. crazy. Yeah, what do you think, James? I think you guys have nailed it there. Um, I, I'm I'm going to be sticking with, uh, <clears throat> with, with my United blocks. Um, <clears throat> with some of my lower downsides, I think Arsenal could provide a, a really good differential option. But that is that's a bit of a gamble for you for those sides that are a bit lower, I think. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll be keeping a close eye on it because um, Arsenal do have some decent fixtures, and if they can put a, together a run of clean sheets, um, they could also be an option and, and certainly a differential for anyone who's chasing. What yeah, do you? So, what do you think then? As so, it says there, uh, would you, should you go for a block or should we go for a mixture of of, of a few different defenders? I'm thinking blocks if you want to make massive gains. What I think if you want to make massive gains, you've got to go for Arsenal block, haven't you? Because yeah. a lot of the top teams have got United blocks. So even yeah. if you go all United and they do keep clean sheets, you're not going to make gains. Yeah. So it's, I think the you know the shit or best option is probably go all in on Arsenal, hope United concede and Arsenal can can keep a few, you know, if you're say hundred you know, hundred or hundred and fifty points in you know, behind in your mini league. Um but, but yeah, every you know everyone will be going on, it, like in on United. He, he, even now their players are still cheap. So Wamba Saka is three point six, Dallow is four, Casemiro midfield is three point two, Varane is three point five. They're not even hard to get to, are they? Mm-hmm. Like you know, you when you got your trippy years and six point five, Reese James five point seven, and all this stuff. They're they're easy downgrades, aren't they, to those sorts of players as well? So. I think if you, I think if you're looking to chase and you and you're just thinking, right, I've got to do something or I'm just or I'm gone. Mm. Um, ben White is four point one, Gabriel three point six, uh, Zinchenko three point six, Saliba two point seven. Still, they're all affordable. Yeah. Mm. Well, that leads us nicely into the the honey badgers question, which is best defensive options for four point five and less. I'm sure we've mentioned some of those already. Um, he's already got Sean Dallow. Um, who would your top two options be for the 4.5 and less, Ben? Well, it depends what he's doing in his mini league. Like, if he's if he's like at the top of the league and he's already got Sean Dallow, um, I'd probably just go for Martinez and make it free. But um, I don't know actually. Um, yeah, I'd go, I'd bring Martinez in his 4.5 Martinez. He'd be my pick. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Fergie? What would your top two picks be? Four point five and less. Yeah, I think looking. So just look at the top of the average points. Wan-Bissaka at three point six is is far and away um, the highest. The average is four and a half points per game. Um, And if you you know if you think the vast majority of other United players, obviously Rashford aside, all you know all average three and two and under. I'd say he's probably my my favourite 
pick. Um, I'd probably go for him and Dallow. I know it. I know it sounds a bit counterproductive, but um, Dallow is the second highest in terms of average points in terms of four. It's because it's because they're both both are so attacking, right? Yeah. You yep. know they're going to play, or you know at least one of them is going to play, and hopefully both of them will play nearly every game as well. So I I go for those two personally. Mm. I think it's a bit okay. of a, a bit of attacking upside there as well. Yeah, I had. Um... I had uh, if I was going well obviously Martinez would be my first choice but uh, I think if you're going to if you were going to look at Arsenal uh, it's between two players one would be Gabriel 3.6 and the other player I like the look of is Zinchenko at 3.6 mm-hmm. um I, this is not just recently biased because he got a goal last week uh, I've, I've watched him the last few games he's been getting quite far forward um and he he looks decent um from attacking perspective so um, I think he could get some more returns going forwards. So they're the, probably the two best Arsenal options with Gabriel coming up for corners, etc. Yeah. And Zinchenko's his his goals are more likely for, to be from open play, but he's looking he's looking quite dangerous. I think. Yeah, I agree. Cool. Um, the next one I'll go to Fergie for. Um, Wadey says, "Would anybody be?" Con- would would anybody be against looking at Emerson Royale for Trippier when the transfers refresh? Do you know what I I really like him? So I I, I saw him in the flesh for the first time last week, and I, I said to my boy at half time I was with, I said, "Flipping heck, he can play, can't he? He is so neat and tidy and skillful and attacking, and he was he was really good. And obviously, he got the goal after that as well. So as a as a player." And particularly for other games, maybe like FPL and things, I would definitely be be interested in in someone like him. Um, just just looking at their fixtures as they go into March, away to Wolves, you got Milan, and then Forest. They don't have a double in the in the second week, and they then have Southampton, and then Everton, and then a blank as well. My my only thing would probably be that. Just, just the other teams just have more fixtures. Is my, is my only thing really. And knowing Conte, uh, you know, even though Royale has been superb, he he will still be, you know, um, he's not he's not immune to the odd, you know, odd bit of rotation as well. Poro was obviously signed um, and stuff. So and I think Tanganga has played the odd game at a right bit, you know, a right wing back as well. So. I don't want to say no because I think he could be, it could be a good pick. He's just not a pick I would go for because the other teams just have have more fixtures. Yeah, if I had said this to you a year ago today, you probably would have laughed in my face. I imagine. Yeah, do, do you know? I, I think Royale is actually in my starting eleven for this season. I actually, I actually quite, I actually quite like. I like skillful players. I like good footballers and. You know, he, he, he's probably the old mistake, as everyone is, right? But I really like him as a player. I, I do. Mm. I really like him. Um, yeah. yeah. What do you think, Ben? Would you would you consider that uh, Emerson Royal for Trippier move? Uh, not for me, no. Like like we said, again, fixtures. Fixtures, uh, you get more chance of scoring points the more games you have. So uh, I'd definitely be looking at uh, Man United or an Arsenal defender. Cool. And and putting the money in, into midfield if you need the money or up front from yeah. Trippier. He's quite expensive as well. He's four million, yeah. and now he'll probably rise this week as well. So he could go up to like yeah. four point two. 
FPL Daniel's been on. What should we do with City defenders? They can't keen to keep, keep a clean sheet to save their lives. Time to dump. Well, I think Fergie's already answered this one. So, yeah. um, so let's see what... see. Do you have anything to say on that one, Ben? No, definitely dump. Like uh, Fergie mentioned before, they've got a single game next week. So it's Newcastle. Uh, and then they have Palace and then Leipzig, West Ham possible blank if they go out the FA Cup but I can't see them losing to Bristol City um, yeah so and then they play Liverpool after that is it yeah Liverpool after that so and that's a single so no I'd be, I've been moving across to Arsenal or Man City uh, Man, Man United Arsenal Man United if you're chasing put an Arsenal player in mm. you do realise it's going to be a cauldron down here in Bristol for when City arrive um, the, the banners have, have have already been put up around Ashton Gate. I see um, Liverpool Liverpool <laughs> banners. Sorry, Liverpool banners. <laughs> uh, the the Bristol City old the Bristol City firm down uh, down here are quite. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, how can I put it? Um, well, I'm sure they'll give Tasty. them a, a warm welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right, moving on. Uh, Wadey said, is Mara's being benched more cause for concern? Uh, Foden seems to be upping his game now. Fergie, what do you think? Yeah, it's a good point with Foden. I thought, thought, you know, thought he played really well yesterday and Pep talked about massively after the game. Grealish looks to have that left side sort of nailed, right, rightly or wrongly, if you think he, think he should. So... I think that Mares and, and Foden will will probably change the, the thing with Mares we've seen. He's either gets a thirteen pointer or he doesn't play. So, and he's always been like that, haven't he? He's, uh, he goes, you know, he, he goes. He's, he's so streaky um, that he's a he's a pretty hard a pretty hard sell. Um, saying that, you know, uh, there are Arsenal players, Arsenal attackers potentially who. You could go for instead Arsenal mid. You know, if you don't have Saka, for example, I would definitely prefer Saka to Mares. Um, potentially um, Odegaard as well, and then obviously Martin. I think is a forward in 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 this game, any. But I do like Arsenal's attacking fixtures this month. So, and they do have more fixtures than City. So, I wouldn't be against it if you if you wanted to even gamble. But then if you held. I wouldn't blame you either. I think looking at it, I might take a gamble and I might shift him on just for the volume of fixtures that that are the the volume and quality of fixtures that Arsenal mids and forwards have got. I'd be tempted to move him on. I think. Mm. Oh, that's an interesting one. Would you? Obviously, Saka's a a, um, a no brainer. Really, would would you bring in Odegaard for Mares? Would that be something you would consider? Probably just because looking at the games that they've got. So as it stands, they have five games uh, in this in this March, you know, block. Um, Arsenal have got six, um, and I, you know, because Arsenal are in the Europa as well. They, you know, they have got so easier fixture. They've also got Bournemouth, Fulham, Palace, and Leeds. Three of those four at home in the Premier League as well. So I do, I do prefer their fixtures. Um, so I think Mares out of those five games probably plays three. Mm. I reckon Odegaard probably plays five or if not six of those six potentially. So just for that volume in mind, 
and, and it starts right at the start, right? So City holds Newcastle, it's going to be a hard game, and then they blank. So I think if you are going to do it, now's the time to do it when you've yeah. got, you know, this this first Arsenal go home to Bournemouth away to Sporting. I would do it now. So I think I think I would do it. But if you if you if you held, would you know couldn't couldn't blame you either. What do you think, Ben? Would you have the cojones for a Mares to um, uh, Odegaard move? What What do you think about um, the situation? Well, like if you just told me that, um, say, like Man-, Man City are playing them first, aren't they on the next weekend? They so said they're playing twelve face. We get to see the lineups. If Mares isn't in the starting lineup, then I would probably consider the uh, the two transfer. The, I mean, the two games for Arsenal for Odegaard. But ideally, I, I don't know. Like Harland, I'm sorry, um, Maris can um, can really hurt you. Like he can just get an 18 pointer in a single game week easily, and then you're like, oh, I need him for the next week anyway. So if I see he's not in the lineup, I might be tempted. But uh, at the moment, I'm not thinking about moving him on. Um, yeah. But like you say, if there's like a two, two well, you know, it's not a two for zero, but it might be a two for. Two for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, could be tempted to an Odegaard or something like that. But, I think um, also, if, you, if you're looking to release funds, because Mahrez is 6 million and Odegaard is 3.4, yeah. so look at their points. Mahrez has got 126 points this season, Odegaard's got 109, so they're pretty mm-hmm. much of a there, but I think if you really need that money to plug a hole out, if you're stuck with like a, a crap keeper or, a, you know, an, an enabler in midfield, for example... That you really want rid of, I think yeah. then it would definitely be worth it. Yeah. That's, what do you, yeah. would go on, well, James? No, I was going to say that's a very interesting point. I was wondering if you had transfers to burn um, before Thursday, would you would you would you still consider using one of those to do Mares to Odegaard? Does that is that a factor, or would you just burn that transfer and yeah. um, and wait for that lineup? I mean, yeah? you. You, it probably makes sense to do it, but it's just Mares is a, is a beast, and he's just you can get an eighteen pointer. I don't know. It, it's one of those hard decisions. It's hard to you don't know which one's the right one. Uh, Odegaard hasn't really been in form lately. Mm. Uh, he did have a good bit after the Christmas after the World Cup. He was on fire, um, but he's gone a bit quiet at the minute. But the fixtures are turning. They've got nice games coming up, so he could be getting in the getting in the goals. What was the yeah. score with um, City in Europe last week? 1-1. One, one. It, yeah. it was 1-all. So there is yeah. an outside chance he could even go out of Europe as well. Yeah. Um, just, just another thing to be with. Because I've got De Bruyne, for example, and at 7.3 million, I don't even like the fact that he's you know he didn't start on the weekend. It's, just, yeah. it's crazy. So uh, I think if they go out of Europe... That, that that really opens up opportunities to you know, and there'd be so much money kind of tied up. You you probably wouldn't get rid of Haaland, right? Obviously, but other than that, you can really shift on to those teams who have got more games then in towards the end of March and going into April. One of the lads in our Discord, he uh, Twed Twed, he um he sold De Bruyne at the weekend for um Foden, so he got the ten point. Oh, what a move! <laughs> yeah. What a move. De Bruyne was on the bench, but yeah. it might come back to hurt him in his week. <laughs> it might do, it might do. Because Foden didn't play in the Champions League, did he, last first round? he uh, First leg, he was on the bench. So yeah. that's a tricky one. But it's working out for him so far. 
like you say, the two for two for zero or whatever you two for twenty minutes, whatever. It's uh, it's definitely a viable option to to go for it. Like, what do you think, James? Are you going to go for it if you you've got loads of transfers left? I would imagine. Um, I have got a few transfers left in, in most most sides and most of my top sides. I've got one or two left. Mm. Um, it's certainly something I would be considering. Um, I mean, it's good to talk it through on here because. Uh, mm. Um, I hadn't really thought thought about it until now, but 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 it it could pay off. Um, certainly with the lack of fixtures with City, the fact that Mares might not even play some of those. Um, yeah, something to think of. I I might I think I might do it mm. in um, one or two of my sides. I've got two sides at, at the top that are very similar, so it gives me the opportunity to to go different in one of them. Mm. Um, I think as well, just, probably do just... that. Look at it as examples. So I've got, you know, I mentioned earlier, I've got uh, Rico Lewis, and the reason I've got him is I can't really afford anyone else. Mm. If I go Mares down to Odegaard, I've got the pick of the defenders in the game, then haven't I as well? So I, yeah. I think it yeah. does. And you've got the extra fixtures, and you've got a guaranteed starter. So mm. I think mm. if you're in that position, it definitely makes sense. Yeah, definitely. If it's a two, like doing two transfers and you're getting double the fixtures, then yeah. Yeah. Next question from Lee Hooper. Um, a lot of people have the same front seven at the moment. Who is going to disrupt that going forward? Um, ben, what do you think? Who, who could disrupt that this month to, to make us want to drop that template to seven? Mm, that's tricky. Um, well, I mentioned last week Jared Bowen could be one. He's got yep. the fixture yep. count, seven fixtures this month coming, and he was man of the match at the weekend, wasn't he? Got 10 points. Yes. Yep. Ten points with an assist. Yeah, he's he's one that I've been looking at. Um, I don't really think of anybody else at the moment. You're so you're saying Saka, De Bruyne, Mars, and Fernandez is the template at the moment. That's the template, and of yeah. the front three template would be Kane, Haaland, Rashford. So yeah. it, there's there's a lot of sides with that template. Yeah. So so um, Odegaard, Salah, maybe, but they're. They're not far off the template anyway. So, yeah, what do you think, Fergie? Yeah, it's a hard one because on this one especially, there is there is a template for a reason. You know, we've given all the arguments for maybe, maybe getting rid of Man City, maybe, you know, not, not going for Liverpool and things because United and Arsenal are the form teams with the best players. So, potentially Enketia. Um, I know he was resting yeah. while he's been carrying a knock, but he's still, like, mega, mega cheap. You know, if, you, if you're really ballsy, like, I don't know what Haaland's points are for the last month, say, but other than other than his hat trick, after his hat trick, I don't think he's been, you know he you know he's, he's he certainly hasn't been un- no. undroppable, has he? So I talk I'm talking risks now, right? You know, if you mm. if you just want to really be different, I I will be dropping Haaland obviously until he gets injured or or whatever else, or, or you know, um, but it's 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 hard to say because it's it's so. It's so strong. I like the Bowen shout. I do like the Bowen shout. And and Ketty is only the only other one I can really look at. But other than them, you know, you could maybe try and go for the Man United sort of, you know, you know the wingers, um, Anthony and Sancho. Maybe you know, you know, if you if you go all in on United, if you really think, you know, they got Real Betis, Southampton, and Real Betis. You know, they could score two or three goals in all those games and. Sancho and Ante are likely to be involved, but I do think it's just it's almost forcing it, and well, yeah, I think there's well, better opportunities later down the line. 
What about Casemiro? <laughs> come, come good again today. Oh, he's got 105 <laughs> points. It's incredible, isn't it? He's, uh, he's, yeah, I can't argue. Like for 3.2. Um, obviously, in fantasy, I prefer a more attacking yeah. player, but he's just a a wonderful footballer who's who's getting the points. I mean, you can't. And he he joined them later, right? He, he started with them late as well. He's still got 105 points. Difficult to argue, really, that he's. Uh, you know, he's, he's doing fantastically well. So Tony went a bit different um, last week or the week before. He's, he, he brought in Grealish. Grealish has been ticking along, not um, um, not pulling up any trees. But I, th- I think he he's t- to be considered if, you, if you're chasing. Yeah, good shot. Um, the other one is um, Louis Diaz for Liverpool. Um, he's back. back in March. Um I don't know when in March, but um, I think he's back in training soon. Um, I would be wary of, uh, well, obviously Liverpool don't, don't, haven't looked brilliant going forwards, although we scored some wonderful goals against Newcastle last week. Um, and we do have a, a pretty nasty um, end, of, end of the month going into April, which is uh, Man City, Chelsea and Arsenal back-to-back. Um, but... Um, one Louis Diaz is one to keep an eye on. I think he could be at some point in the season one of those players to break that. Uh, certainly the midfield template. I don't really see the front line being broken up. To be honest, not until not unless someone goes out of Europe, like Fergie said. Um, Salah goes out of Europe, maybe you know we'll know this week if Kane is going out of Europe. Yeah, they're one nil down and they're playing this week now. Uh, so, sorry, next week they're playing so. That uh, Enketia as well. He he does well in the Europa Conference, doesn't he? Oh, sorry, the Europa League, yeah. and he, he seems to play. So if Jesus is back, he will play. I know he's not back yet, but when uh, Jesus is back, he probably will get the first choice striker yeah. spot. So then Enketia will definitely play in Europe. Yeah, it's like an outsider. What about my uh, my punt? My one week punt tip, Ben, of um, Danny Engs, who scored. Oh yeah, who I tipped in the Discord this week as a one-week punt <laughs> um, with Arsenal. With sorry, with West Ham having seven fixtures, would you even consider it? <laughs> um, not for me, but like if you're chasing, maybe if you're really far behind, you've got nothing to lose. I don't no, see. But he's one of them players. that has got uh, injury. He's injury prone, isn't he? So I don't yeah, know if he play two games it? in a week. You'll get. You probably play parts in two games. I don't know if you'll start two games in a week. They put yeah. a bit like Antonio, isn't he? They've got to take take turns on the injury table. <laughs> yeah. I mean I I wouldn't go there myself, but I suppose if you were if you were miles behind and you were feeling extra punty, um you it might be a move that you would consider. Um moving on. Um Daniel Moody, who are the best four best four midfielders for March? Um Fergie, I think we've sort of covered this one. Who would you be your top four? Uh, Bruno, Saka, Odegaard, and the uh, Bruyne is just there looking at me. I just, I just, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'd be tempted just to. For someone else, but they're 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 the obvious four, I think. Um, I don't know if Ben's got anyone different. 
No, uh, pretty much the same. I've got like I've got Odegaard as a slash as slash Saka Odegaard. It's uh, pretty much the same as mine. Like I, I like Bowen as an outside a bet just because of the seven fixtures. Um, can't really look see anything else. Uh, Chelsea's not showing any form. It's just it's a shame that the Trossard's a striker because he would have yeah. been yeah. a really good one to chuck in because he's going to play mm. minutes every game. But you know he's a forward and Martinelli. And Martinelli, so yeah. That, that that just wipes them out, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. There's no Liverpool midfielders until Diaz is back that you'd want to be interested in. Spurs, Hoiberg ticks along, but he's a bit boring. Like he might get a few. He gets a few assists only in Starman's, but. Nah, and Bowen maybe as you said is uh, is probably a decent shout. Three point eight million, so you yeah. know he's he's really well priced, and uh, yeah, I think he's a good shout actually. Cool. Um, we've we've got um, a question from Solo Higgins. This is a bit of a rate my team, but considering considering he's new to the Discord, we'll we'll let this one slide. Um, <laughs> his question is. Uh, Got three transfers for one team and two for another. Both teams are exactly the same, and I'm happy with the team. Should I use um, my spare transfers um, at the end of this week to target players that have good fixtures and stroke fixture volume at the start of March and then return to the team that I've got, currently got? Um, I don't know if you've had a look at, look at his team. Um, yeah. What would you do with that, Ben, if you had two or three spare transfers left? Oh, I'll read the team out whilst you're thinking about that. Um, so he's got the United block already. He's got De Gea, Martinez, Wambasaka, Shaw. In midfield, he's got Fernandez, Odegaard, Saka, De Bruyne up front, Haaland, Rashford, Kane. It's a tricky one, that, isn't it? If t- two transfers in one team and three in the other... Would you make any moves, or would you burn those transfers? Does he does he mean that use the use his transfers to get price rises, and then go back to his team with the tr- transfers for next month? No, I don't think no. he means that. He's looking to target maybe the first one or two fixtures of the month, um, and um, and maybe move back to 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 to, to the current team at some point. Um, I'm not sure personally whether I would make any moves in that team. I'd be happy to burn those transfers. Having extra transfers around can actually uh, be a negative thing, as I found out today with my uh, <laughs> with my Wampasaka to, to Dallow move. Um, what do you think, Ben? What would you do? Yeah, his team's really good. Uh, well set up for the next month. So, yeah, I'd probably burn them. It's unusual to say that, but yeah, I um, I take the Bruyner out. Yeah, you you go for fixture volume, wouldn't you? I I go for, but I'm saying that he's already got all the players I'd want to have him anyway. So I'm not sure who I would take him was, out for. Maybe like a United or Arsenal yeah, defender. Yeah, I was going to say that maybe. Yeah, and then and then you can take your pick. Then you know, just just for example, if someone gets injured midweek or or whatever else, you can then take that person out and go back to. Bruyner from anyone in the team, then can you? So, yeah. uh, I, I think I, I would do that personally, but I, I tend to be quite aggressive in these sort of circumstances. I thought well, yeah. burning three transfers is a bit, bit sick. Be be careful of uh, Varane because Varane seems to get a lot of rests. 
Um, if you do what Fergie said, uh, double up with Dallow, maybe, and Wambasaka because they'll both share minutes. Uh, they don't seem to play ninety minutes either. So, yeah. Arsenal got Arsenal home to Bournemouth, and they've got Sporting as well. So Arsenal could be a good team to go for. They've, you know, you, yeah, the best you could get pick ten or questions. sixteen points there out of those. Mm. I'd be I'd, I'd be tempted to do that, and it, you know if it, if even if De Bruyne scores, it's not the end of the world, right? You you could end up getting a clean sheet um, if De Bruyne blanks home to Newcastle, tightest defense this season. You could actually mm. get a rise and a fall out of them as well. I I think it's worth the risk personally, but Definitely. each to their own in terms of risk appetite. Yeah, maybe mm. Zinchenko, Zinchenko got attack, possible attacking returns. Um, yeah, not like you said, the best probably the best double out of all the teams for next week. Then you can reassess next week with your five transfers. It's tricky because Spurs already have double as well, don't they? So you don't want to take Kane out because Salah only has a single. Uh, yeah, I think you. It's not much to do. What you like? You've all covered it now, haven't you? Really? So yeah. Cool. Um, simple. A simple one here. Jimbo's been on Kane or Salah. Ben. Well, definitely it? Kane for next week because they've got a double. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're on Kane, stay with Kane. If you're on Salah, that's a different that's a different question. Yeah. Do you move we move across to Kane? Probably would for the double. If you're on you Salah, go to Kane. <laughs> if if I was Salah, I'd go to Kane, probably yeah. I would personally, yeah, I'd be my end. Can't get excited about like he scored eight goals in uh, eight goals in twenty three league games or something this season. It's just I can't remember the last time he scored a brace. Salah, who's Salah? No canoe, yeah, I don't know. They said they, they said on the telly the other day he scored like how many goals he scored this season? He scored a lot of goals, but they're all in like the nineteen. They said yeah. on the telly, um, but that's in all competitions, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, he's only scored eight in the Premier League. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he's facing United, who are, like I say, just massively on the app, and they and they're away to United, and they blank in the midweek. Just go for Kane, and 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 Kane also has Forest on the Saturday, and look at what look what West Ham did to Forest uh, on the weekend. I know that Liverpool double, but that double the following week they're away to Real Madrid, who are going to. Probably give another spanking. Sorry, James. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I can't see us scoring four in the Bernabeu. Um, and if uh, if Fulham beat Leeds in the FA Cup, then Liverpool will have a blank right. before the international break. Uh, and Tottenham will either play Spur- sorry, Tottenham will either play Southampton in the league, or they'll play an FA Cup game if they get they through, or show. they'll blank if they go out and Southampton go through. <laughs> if yeah. you understand that. Um, yeah. Yeah, Kane's probably the best one. Jimbo, that's a resounding Kane from all three of us. Um, Bez Bestos has been on. With the threat of teams being knocked out of Europe, is preserving transfers until later in the month now more important than attacking good fixtures early in the month? And if you could have a full team overhaul for March, what would your best eleven be? So if we start with the first question, I think he's answered it himself almost. But um, Fergie, anything to add on the first part of that question? I think the only thing which 
which we haven't mentioned yet, which we, we probably should, is there's a big international break in the middle of March, isn't there? Um, so the final two, the final two games, which is one game week, are going to be part of the March fixtures. So I think with that in mind, it's definitely worth holding some back if we can, because there may be some injuries over the international break or something like that, which you can kind of jump on early. I also think, you know, it looks like Liverpool are going out of Europe, as you said. Chelsea could potentially be going out of Europe. Man City, outside chance, they might go out of Europe. Um, and we'll learn more about the FA Cup, we'll learn, more about, learn more about the double game weeks, and we'll learn more about Man United, Arsenal and West Ham's mm. progression and fixtures as well. So I think for all our sorts of teams, to answer the second question, the team we just had up a minute ago is probably the best team, yeah. which, which I can sing. But if you're set up with lots of United players, a couple of Arsenal, a couple of of City, I don't see any any point really in like like I'll move Mares. I I'll potentially move Mares, as I say, Enrico Lewis to Odegaard and an Arsenal defender, just as an example. Yeah. Other than that, I don't. Apart from injury, I wouldn't see any need to make any more transfers until after the international break because City, uh, so United, Arsenal, and City just play constantly until then. So I don't know if that answers it. Yeah, very ben, good. Any, anything to add on that one? No, very good points made. Um, like I said, after the international break, there's 12 teams doubling. Uh, they've got a Premier League matches rearranged. So yeah. there'll be a few doubles in there for pits like at the end of the month. Spurs don't have a double, Man City don't have a double. So there'll be opportunities to jump across yeah. to another striker there or a midfielder. Um, yeah, I think you pretty much covered it. Eh? Like, obviously, you get to find out who goes through in the FA Cup this week, um, and we get to see the second legs next week. Is the last no? Yeah, next week is the last second leg of the Champions League and the Europa League. No, Champions League. Sorry. Yeah, I I I would agree. I would. I'm not planning on making um, hardly any transfers at the beginning of next month. Let's see what happens. I'm on mainly on United blocks anyway, so um, I don't see any urgent need. And it's best to wait to see who goes through in, in the European competitions. Yeah. If you're going to jump on anyone, Arsenal's safer because they've got they're guaranteed two more European yeah, games. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like West Ham, have got two guaranteed European games, but and beware and of the. You're... Sorry, I was just going to say, beware of the ratings on the who scored uh, of the Europa Conference League. They're a bit, oh, yeah. bit dodgy, aren't they? They Very are, cool. which is annoying. Yeah. yeah. So, unless a player's definitely going to get star man, they probably won't get a seven rating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think I'd just add on as well. I think Man United's game against Brighton, um, I can't remember Brighton. Arsenal definitely have out that game against Palace is definitely on, whereas the other one might be off. Might be replaced with an FA Cup game. Just uh, to be aware, but that's 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 yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's going to right at the end of the month. Yeah, because Brighton and Man U are both in the FA Cup still, yeah. so so they would both need to be. Uh, well, either way, they're going to have a fixture, I think, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. If they both go through, yeah. yeah. Cool. Final question from Dream Team Patrick: um, Who do you feel could be the best enablers for March? Um, I th- Patrick's obviously scratching around for um, enablers because what he usually does is he, to use a green arrow term, 
Um, he spaffs all of his transfers at the beginning of the month, um, <laughs> which means he can't get on any rises or any drops. So um, have you got any uh, best enablers for March that you haven't already mentioned? Saliba, 2.7 million. He's quite cheap. So cheap. Um, mm. Like Bowen, I like Bowen, but I don't know if you've already got the uh, decent midfield. Uh, I don't know what team you've got, Patrick, but um, Bowen is definitely in my mind cause just because of the fixtures. Uh, can you think of any, Fergie? I just have a look down oh. the list. We've, I think we've mentioned most of them. Um, Solly March for Brighton is... Quite cheap, three point four. Brighton do run into a lot of uh, double game weeks and stuff soon, but say it's four. It's probably probably forcing it a little bit. He's uh, Asamiro, three point two. Sorry, he's been banging the drum for a double Brighton midfield for about a month. Bright uh, Patrick has in the Discord. He wanted to yeah, go Mitoma yeah. and yeah. March for yeah. the start of last month. That's when we all talked him out of it because of the fixture count. Uh, I think um, Ivan Tony. he's not an enabler, but at 5.8, he could be an interesting mm. differential pick towards the back end of the month. And then they've got lots of really, really nice league fixtures. He's got 133 points this season, um, which is it's pretty insane, actually. It's more than like Luke Shaw and uh, Pope and more than Mares, more than Saka. Yeah. You know, he's, he's a really good pick, I think. Yeah. The only thing with Tony is you've got to be careful because uh, if Leicester beat beat Blackburn, they play Leicester in the FA Cup week of the quarterfinal and then they'll have a blank. And he could also get banned yeah. for betting. And, and he could also and get suspended. banned on eight yellows. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Martinelli is 3.4. Um, you know, if you, you know, if you're just looking for a differential, maybe. Ollie Watkins is 4.5. He's been playing well. Villa have really good fixtures. Um, He's got five in five, hasn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah. Bowen three point eight, as you said. Uh, yeah, lots of like Alvarez is still three point five. So the moment Harland gets <laughs> injured, um, Alvarez three point five is going to be uh, is going to yeah. be good. What about Spurs defenders? He was talking about that as well. Uh, it's just I I can't I can't. I can't get excited about them to be honest. I just don't think they've got the fixture volume. Um, even though you know they've kept back-to-back clean sheets now in the league at home, I'm still not massively convinced. Fraser Force is going to be in goals the next few weeks as well. I, ju- I just think it's better option. You know, you, you can go for these players, but I just think like why would you overlook Arsenal and Man United if you don't want to go for Man United because everyone else is go for Arsenal would yeah. be my answer there. But you know, if you want to go for Spurs, go for Spurs. But they just haven't got. The fixture volume and and their defence isn't the best, so I just don't see why we would. Yeah, I agree. Arsenal's safer, safer differential. Yeah, agree. Cool. Well, that wraps up to, um, the list of questions. On to the mini leagues. Um, the Dream Team Tonic Cash League. Uh, in tenth, we have Lee Watson. Ninth, Ben Lee. Get in. <laughs> Eighth, Tom Brindley. Seventh, Dan Bartlam. Sixth, Stephen Williams. Fifth, Andy Allett. Fourth, Tom Brinley again. Third, Andy Allett again. Uh, second, Simon Davis. And uh, still at the top with a fairly healthy 31-point lead is Anthony Sutcliffe. Well done. Still there. <laughs> Finally. 
<clears throat> ben, would you like to do the honours of the DT, the Patron League? Yep. Uh, in tenth place, Anthony Sutcliffe. He's everywhere. Uh, ninth place, Amantatla. Eighth place, Nicholas Stephen. Seventh place, Wayne Foster Crouch. Sixth place, Tom Brinley. Fifth place, Stephen Broughton. Fourth place, Jake Bevan. Third, Mark McKee. Second, John Melia. And first, Lee Utting. Cool. Fergie, would you mind um, doing the honours for the second chance Tonic Cash League? Absolutely. Uh, in tenth place, Ollie's at the wheel, Lee Hooper. Uh, ninth place, Yorkshire T, Stephen Holt. Um, eighth, Big at the back, Mr. Fricker himself. Yes, come on. Good work. Uh, joint sixth, Big Bang Theory, head-to-head, Phil Russo. And also uh, Dream Team, Tonic Patreon Cup team, James Fricker again. Yes. Flying. Um, fifth, these are long team names, yeah. Wolf Black Betty, <laughs> Obama Yang, uh, Phil Russo, <laughs> I like that one. Uh, fourth, Tony's Tonic, Anthony Sutcliffe. Uh, third, ACDC11, shorter name there, nice one, Ben. That's Ben Lee, good work. Um, and then second and first, God, your your names are everywhere, guys. An absolute joke. Second, have your tonic, <laughs> Tony Sutcliffe, and top just for a change, Dream Team Tonic podcast, Tony Sutcliffe, the six hundred thirty-eight points, very flying. very well played, gentlemen. Still in the top ten overall as well. Eighth, I look early. He's flying and he's doing. Yeah, really brilliant. Well. Got a good team. He yeah, got Greenish in as well, didn't he? Yeah. That team was quite, yeah. quite interesting. I meant to say, Fergie, um, on your Sky podcast, I've noticed you've stopped reading out the top ten of your mini league. I think I might be in that as well. <laughs> Are you? Oh, I do. I have to start that now. I think. Yeah, we we tend to do it towards the end of the season, but yeah, yeah. need to do that. The members' league. Yeah, we'll yeah. do that as well. I'm above you in that one, so I'll, I'll definitely yeah. read that one out for that. What are you now? I haven't checked since yesterday. I was I was ninety something yesterday. Uh, Thirty second. Thirty second. And Paul McNulty's fifth and fourteenth. <laughs> so fantastic that, isn't it? Yeah. Just keeps getting. I keep sneaking up then here every week. He's doing brilliant. He's such, he's such a good player. It's, yeah. uh, I, I hope he doesn't listen <laughs> to this, but I would say I think he's the best all-round fantasy player. I know. He's just unbelievable. He, he, he just thinks of things at different levels to everyone else. And he'll text me and say, what do you think about this? And I'm like, I would never I would never have thought of that. Like, he just thinks of things in different ways. He's uh, Yeah, he's very good. I'm 80th now, this guy. Good work. Good yeah. work. Flying. There's a lot, there's a lot of content creators in the top sort of 100 or two. It's going to be a hell of a race. Yeah. It's going to be brilliant. Cool. Well, thanks, chaps. Um, make sure, I just want to say to our listeners, make sure you join us next week for um, a very special episode. It's our 100th episode, um, and we'll, we've got some surprises lined up and some very special guests will be joining us. So um, please do make sure you tune in next week. Um Thanks for joining us, Fergie. Thank you, guys. Really, really enjoyed. Um, good stuff, and, and best of luck to you and your listeners for the month. Thanks, thanks Fergie. Uh, thanks for the questions, everyone. Good night, chaps. Good night. Good night.